0: Hey guys, it's English teacher Monica and today I have a special episode for you guys and it's special because I have Lindsay from All Ears English Podcast. She is also a native English teacher, um, also from the United States. So really quickly, Lindsay, would you please introduce yourself? to our our listeners
1: so that they can get to know you. Absolutely. Monica, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So as Monica said, guys, I'm from the All Ears English podcast. We've been around since 2013, uh, podcasting four days a week. And the main thing that we believe is important when it comes to learning English is connection. So our whole thing is connection, not perfection. So we don't want to get caught up in grammar mistakes or feeling stressed or feeling nervous when we speak English. Instead, we want to show you guys how to connect with native speakers in any moment, right? So that's our whole thing. So thanks for having me on.
0: Yes, it's, it's so nice to have you. I'm actually really excited. You are my first podcast guest. It's amazing. And yeah, and you know, I really love that you guys say it is connection, not perfection. Yeah. Um, a lot of my students, you know, come to me with like, how do I say this right? Or, or I don't, I'm afraid to make mistakes. Right. I'm too shy. And the thing is, like, it's not about being perfect. Exactly. It, it's about connecting with the people, the language, the culture. And that is where people are really going to start seeing that, that improvement. in their their communication skills.
1: Exactly. That's how we feel too. I mean, what a shame if we lose those moments of connection because that's really being alive, right? We want to show our listeners how to be alive in another language and how to be yourself. I feel so strongly that that's what we need in the next, you know, 50 years for teaching students to speak English. So yeah, it sounds like we're on the same page.
0: (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. So you have a really awesome topic prepared for us. Yes. And I think it's going to really be a treat for, for the listeners.
1: Yeah, this is great. So guys, today I want to show you how you can learn English in the way that an entrepreneur builds a business. So Monica, you and I, we're both entrepreneurs. We are here uh, hustling. We are here working hard. But there's certain things that we want to do and certain things that we should avoid if we want to actually see progress with our businesses, right? Absolutely. I completely agree. And you
0: have this, this great uh, you know, list. This yes. Very practical Um, and I think it's just so, so relevant to -hmm. people who are also learning English.
1: Absolutely. So I'm going to tell you guys what my three tips are, like three Mm -hmm. ways that an entrepreneur would build a business that you guys can steal these ideas and use them. So we've talked a little bit. So the first one is OKRs. I don't know if Monica, if you've heard about OKRs, have you heard the term?
0: No, I have not.
1: Okay, so we just- well, I get to learn too. <laughs> it's great. We just discovered this this year. And this is a system called Objectives and Key Results, which is what Intel and Google, this is the system that they use, have used to build their businesses over the years. And the idea is that instead of trying to do a million different things and digging a lot of shallow holes, we're just gonna focus on two or three objectives for a quarter or a week or a semester, whatever it is, guys. And then under that objective, Objective, we're going to choose two or three key results. Those are the key things we're going to accomplish to complete that objective. So we just implemented this system at All Ears English with our team uh, in the beginning of the year. And it's it's amazing the clarity you can get when you say, this is the thing I'm going to do and I'm going to focus only on this. I'm telling you, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah,
0: this kind of reminds me of the smart, you know, like you... A little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah where it's like the tangible you know, the, the very specific, yes instead yes. of like these vague concepts or ideas that don't really have like a mm-hmm. an goal or something you can achieve.
1: Exactly. So there, I think that SMART goals go into OKRs. Like the ideas from SMART, they come in when you set your key results. Um, So just to get more specific, how could this look for an English student? I wrote down some ideas here. So if I want my, let's talk about IELTS. So we also do a lot of IELTS training at All Ears English. So if my objective is to raise my band score by one point, by May 1st, we have a specific date, right? I want to increase from a six to a seven by May 1st. What am I going to do? I need to list out the key things, two or three things that I'm going to do, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe I'm going to find a study plan and follow the study plan for two to three hours a day. Maybe I'm going to, you know, learn one reading strategy that's going to help me save time on the test. So we're being super specific. And we also, our goal is big. The objective is a big thing, right? Six to seven is a big band score increase, to be honest. It is, it is. Yeah. So that's objectives and that's OKRs. And that's my number one tip. Do you think that your audience could be able to kind of implement this idea?
0: Absolutely. I think it's so cool. This OKR idea is because it can literally be applied to anything. Yes. It can be applied to language learning, uh, you know, building a business, even yep. studying. Yes. Um, you know, how much do I want to study by March 1st or, yeah. or whatever, whatever the date is mm-hmm. uh, very practical and, and realistic things that people can do today yep. in order to achieve the, those goals that they have. So Absolutely. I think any audience, you know, it's great yeah. for anyone. And you mentioned the really big companies yeah. that use this system and have had incredible results. So I think English learners specifically, since those are our listeners, taking this information applying it to their own life, Mm -hmm. they will definitely see some good results.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I just think of our listeners, our learners here just getting scattered, right? And that is the worst feeling in the world. Feeling like, oh, I have to do this. No, I have to do this. I have to do this. It doesn't get us anywhere. And that also creates a lot of stress in our mind when we don't know what to do. And so guys, this is a way to say, I know what my goal is and I know exactly how I'm going to get there. And by the end of the week or by the end of the month, I'm going to be able to measure whether I did that or not. And I'm going to know yes or no. So exactly, Absolutely. It's, It's
0: great. I love it.
1: Yeah. Super powerful. So my second one is kind of in a different vein, a different tone here is be selective of who you surround yourself with. So this means you want to be around people who believe in the growth mindset, right? It's not a set set point mindset. It's a growth mindset. You want to be around other English learners who believe that you can move from intermediate to advanced in English, okay? Absolutely, Lindsay. Yeah, I so that's can, I can,
0: You know, so who you surround yourself with is so important. I don't think people talk about this enough in everyday yeah. life. Yes, um, you mentioned like you need to be around people who actually believe that you can go from intermediate to advanced or whatever that next level is. Mm -hmm. That is so important because who you surround yourself with is going to affect your mentality, your emotional state.
1: Yep. It's huge. It's huge. And it's going to affect your entire view of reality. Like what is actually possible? Exactly. If you spend your time with people who say, no, you're always going to be at this intermediate level, right? Or on our side, we're both business owners, right? Mm-hmm. If, we had always, if we were always surrounding ourselves with people who maybe work for companies, they are kind of are paper pushers, right? They don't, they don't believe in growth and possibilities. Mm-hmm. We also may not believe in it ourselves. Right. So it's all about who's around you. Exactly. Exactly. And
0: you know what? That is one of the things that I love about technology today. Yeah. Sometimes it isn't always possible to find those positive influences, those people who want to succeed and, you know, go to that next level. But Mm -hmm. the cool thing is that we have podcasts today. We have YouTube, all these different amazing resources that If we can't find it in our our personal life,
1: Mm we can just go on the internet and we can find it there. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I feel like I've been mentored by so many other podcasters, right? Especially in the entrepreneurial space who have Mm -hmm. kind of shown me the way and I don't have to know them. And on the other hand, I've been able to be a part of different mastermind groups, right? Other business owners who come together in certain forums or parts of the internet where you can connect, right? Maybe once a month, the three of you can sit down and say, okay, hold each other accountable to your goals. So guys, those kinds of people are out there when it comes to learning English too. You just need to be in the right places. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. So, and my third thing is pivot if something is not working. So this idea of a pivot, guys, is a a small shift, So it's not a massive change if some method is not working, right? Like for example, maybe you are learning with a certain kind of podcast. Maybe you're just learning with native speaker podcasts, right? You're just immersing yourself in news podcasts like the daily, and maybe it's too hard. So you need to make a slight shift and move over to ESL podcasts, or maybe it's vice versa. We need to make slight changes, constant changes to always make sure that we're in line Mm -hmm. with what works for us. So that is what it means to pivot.
0: That's really good. You know, I don't know, Lindsay, do you have you learned another language at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I spent some time in Japan. So I learned Japanese while I was there. And I spent a year in South America. So I learned Spanish while I was very traveling cool. in South America. Yes. Oh
0: my gosh, Japanese. That's very cool. It's so different from English. <laughs> it really is. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. So that's cool. So you also speak two other languages. I do too. Awesome. And um, so I would say this is so relevant I, and I feel like our listeners could just relate. Mm-hmm. When you first start learning a language or even if you've been doing it for a long time, yeah, you usually find those podcasts where you're learning. It's like yes. Yes. You know, how to learn the language and then you make that pivot. Yes. And now you're just listening to the mm-hmm. native speaker's fully in that language. And oftentimes it has nothing to even do with teaching. Exactly. the a topic. Exactly. And, and I found that that was like something really, uh, when my level just kind of boosted, like, okay, I don't need to do th- Like, I'm going to start focusing on the native speakers and their podcasts, even if it has nothing to do with learning or language, let me just Mm -hmm. learn about science or, you know, something, sports or something. And my vocabulary began to grow. And so I think that's a really, that number three tip is really something I can personally relate to a lot.
1: I love that. It's like a whole new world. Open. Isn't that the point of learning a language, right? We yeah. don't want to stick with always with ESL podcasts or how to learn English, how to, it's about moving into that native language and being a consumer in that language, right? right. And then that's when that new world of connections can open up to us. So yeah. if we stay, if we don't reevaluate and think about how can I pivot, then we'll yeah. be staying in one track and we'll be limiting our learning, right? Right, Yeah. Right. Yeah, really. Yeah. So those are my three tips. That is how you guys can learn English in the way that an entrepreneur builds a successful business. So I would like to know if you guys are able to implement these tips, you know, let us know. I want to hear about it. Yes,
0: absolutely. Great. You guys, um, again, you know, this is Lindsay from all ears, English podcast, make sure that you check it out. I know that, uh, a lot of people have learned so much with her podcast, um, and Lindsay, is there just anything that you would like to say in closing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I want you guys to, well, like I said, we believe in connection when it comes to learning languages. And I feel like I can't say it enough, but always come back to connection because that is what matters. Grammar mistakes don't matter. You know, feeling nervous doesn't matter. You need to find a way to step into your feeling of being, of being proud of, of confidence and focus on the human being in front of you. That's how we get to fluency. Okay. So come over and check out the podcast. You guys can subscribe to it. And we'd love to have you over there.
0: Good. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for coming, for being an amazing guest and just for these wonderful practical tips that I know that
1: anyone who puts those into practice, they're definitely going to see results. Absolutely. It was great to meet you, Monica. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yes. (laughs) See See you later. All right. Bye. Bye.